Their father might have rolled over in his grave. Welcome to 10 Minutes in the Dark, a short story podcast featuring works written and read by me, Don L. Hess. Some of these tales may disturb, some may amuse, but I hope all of them will entertain. This one is called The Tidy Version. His mouth has come open from the fall, a ripped stitch maybe. Somehow this bothers Henry more than the tumbled over casket, the spilled flowers, or the wet stain spreading across his dead father's shirt. He looks at Jules, sees the angry red imprint of his hand on his brother's cheek. Henry is still angry, but the fury is leaking away. They look down at the corpse on the floor, and Henry feels nothing. He hears the doors of the parlor open and the staccato clack of heels on the wooden floor, and he sighs. Of all the possible fucks under God's golden heaven, his sister asks, which one is this? Elspeth, Henry begins. We were... His name is Calvin, Jewel says. He stares at her with furious eyes. She looks back with cool ones. I don't think my name is the issue here, she says, but they all know that isn't true. I think our dead daddy on the floor is the issue. Henry and Jules both look down at their father's corpse, but neither one seems able to move. Elspeth lets out a long breath. (sighs) Help me put him back in the casket, she says. She squats down and puts her hands under their father's shoulders. She doesn't seem quite balanced on her heels, and her black skirt hitches up above her knees. Still, she lifts him up and doesn't even breathe heavy as she does. When she was their brother, she was always the strongest of them. God damn it, she says. The visitation starts in fifteen fucking minutes. Will you half-wits fucking help? She has wrenched their father back into the casket, but he is at an awkward angle and will tumble out again the moment she lets go. Henry takes one corner of the coffin, Jules the other. The three of them lift and their father's corpse slips back onto the silk padding. His hair is sticking up and the open corner of his mouth gives him an angry sneer. This dead man looks more like their father than the coroner's prim, tidy version. Elspeth smooths the corpse's hair back into place and pokes at his lip with a lacquered nail. She tugs at his wet shirt and straightens his suit jacket. Good enough for this piece of shit she says, resting her hands on her hips. She looks around the room. Henry, pick up those flowers in the broken vase and throw them away in the back. Jules, get that plant, the one there, and put it here by the casket. The brothers do as they're told. Was this about what I think it was about? She asks when they are done. Jules opens his mouth, but when he meets Elizabeth's eyes, he closes it again. Calvin was the strongest brother, but he never had to fight with his fists. He always had a woman's strength.
This is another story prepared for entry into a competition. The only rules were that it had to portray people of the LGBTQ community in a positive light. And interestingly enough, it had to have as much profanity as you could stuff into it, and the F word was encouraged. So that's why the language is a little saltier than most of what you'll read of mine. This didn't win, largely I think because they wanted a happy story, and this is not that. But I still kind of liked it. Ten Minutes in the Dark is written and produced by me, Don L. Hess. Editorial services were provided by Pamela Evans. Technical consulting by Carrie Brandon of Brandon & Brandon, Inc. Music by Kadir Demir and Stanley Gervich. For more stories, visit Don L. Hess. That's Don with two N's, L-H-E-S-S. Or go to 10minutesinthedark.com using the number 10 for additional podcasts. <laughs>